Hey, hey, Annika here. Today is Sunday, and if you're a subscriber of the podcast, you know that normally I record an episode every day, Monday to Friday, but this week has been a different week in many ways, and Friday, things got turned um, upside down, you're turning me, <laughs> got turned upside down, so we're doing this today. For the curious ones out there, uh, what happened on Friday was that after I came home, I had uh, bought some food, I unpacked and started cooking. Uh, my daughter bursts in through the door, very upset about something. Someone fell out of a tree, ripped their arm open, deep wound, blood, lots of blood. The wound was this open, she showed me, and uh, she forgot her bicycle in the park because she got so scared. And as she was telling me, I, I like any parent, uh, my heart stopped and I was holding my breath and I almost freaked out the tension of waiting to understand what had happened, who was hurt, how bad was it? And also the disgusting knowing that it could have been my child and the horrible but genuine relief that it wasn't my child who got hurt. So all these feelings. Um, but so twin brother continues cooking and we rushed out to see if we could save the bicycle that got left in the, in the park. And we could. It was there in, in the middle of the park all alone. Um, and we went to see if there were traces of blood because my daughter really wanted to show. I didn't see any, but I, I, I could see that the broken branches of the tree had done their damage. So, And the girl who fell out of the tree She's got stitched up, is doing well, and will be just fine. So all is well that ends well, right? And so today I wanted to talk about how to answer difficult questions. How do you stay in control and seem confident, especially to those who need you to be confident and in, in control of things like your team members, your employees, or in this case, your children? I just had a conversation now with uh, my friend Elfie. We were talking about how very difficult certain things are as a parent. And it had me thinking of all the questions my children ask me where I have absolutely no clue what the answer is. And I, I mean, I don't know what the right answer is. I sometimes don't even know what a good answer is. And still, we need to give some sort of answer any kind of answer, even if it's, I don't know what the answer is, but you can't always say that. So my oldest son asked me two big questions this past week. Uh, it was after bedtime. I had kissed and hugged everyone goodnight in their beds. I was brushing my teeth and getting ready for bed myself. And then I heard something from his room. So I walked over, still brushing my teeth and stood in the doorway to see if he actually said something or it was just noise. And then he said it again. He said, I wonder what will happen to my life. I, I got angry. I got so angry at, at the world, I guess. I don't want my child to worry and wonder about what will, happen, what will happen to his life. If there will be school and work, will he be able to go to the university? Will he have a family? Will he be safe? I could hear that he was really concerned about what will happen. And I mean, at the age of 13, so unfair. And what the heck do you answer to that? I just threw my toothbrush, spit out as much of the toothpaste I could, and I ran to him. 
I held him in my arms and wrapped myself around him to protect him from everything in the whole universe. Everything is going to be well. You will have a wonderful life. For the things you really, really want, you will work really, really hard and it will all be very worth it. Every day you make choices that are good for you and you keep doing that all through life. And I'm here all the time. You hear me? And he heard me. He nodded. So I held on and I stayed there for quite a while, just holding him and kissing his forehead. And I was, I was hoping that he would fall asleep. You know, you, it's evening. You want to go to bed yourself. But uh, I was awake. I wanted him to fall asleep feeling safe and protected. But awake he was. So after 30 minutes, I kissed him again. And I said goodnight. And I asked if he was okay to sleep now. Like, can you fall asleep now? And he, he said he was. He nodded. So um, I got out of his room. And then I went to pee <laughs> before sleeping. Maybe I shouldn't say pee on here. Pee, pee, pee. But uh, I know you all pee. So... If you don't pee before you sleep, you're going to pee during the night. Maybe not in bed, but you're going to get up and get it done, right? So there I was finishing my evening pee and I hear my son again. This time he says, Mom, when do you think you will stop coming to my bed to give me goodnight hugs? Oh my gosh, luckily I was done because I would have ran if I wasn't ready, but... I was, so just so you know, but I ran back to his bed and I covered him with hugs and kisses. He doesn't want that to stop. And all of a sudden, I felt like I had some sort of control over the world again. Like, um, I may not have all the answers, but I'm definitely here for you. And I will hold you until the end of time, when, when you need it, when you want it, when you ask for it, and all the other times. Thank God this little human has the courage to ask these questions so he can help me be there for him in the way I need to be. And I think that goes for all of us. Sometimes it's not the right answer or even a good answer that makes us feel that everything will be okay. It's the fact that we have someone who will hear our questions or worries or our concerns and who will be there, just be there, hold us, hear us and... And that's it. Yep. Sometimes the best answer to the most difficult question is to just be. Be there. You don't have to have all the answers. But you can always show up and be there. I hope this lands at the perfect timing for someone who's feeling that you don't have all the right answers. Thank you for listening.